You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast. Myself, Tim Mazarana, your host, along with Dave Thomas, as always, here on Carbon TV. And uh, joined by one of our favorite guests, Christy Titus from Pursue the Wild. Christy, how has it been going? Man, I'm better than I could like ever think I could ever be. It's pretty awesome. Life is amazing. That's awesome. Walking around with a big smile on your face all the time, right? And um, <laughs> I think we were just talking a little bit before before we started recording here, but um, you know, to, to to live the the hunting life is a dream. Yeah, it's an absolute dream. And um, like I was thinking about that today because I'm trying to sell a house in Oregon and it's just been grinding like horrible. <laughs> and um, I used to sell real estate full time. And I remember there was a time in my early 20s where I would watch like Lee and Tiffany and Michael Waddell and Ralph and Vicky and John and Julie, like all these hunting people on TV. And I'd be like, man, I wish I could do that. And then it's like <laughs> forward like a decade, however long it's been. <laughs> and uh, and here I am doing it. And so, yeah, it's like not a wish for it, but work for it kind of thing. And you have to figure out your jam. And man, I'm just so thrilled to be able to wake up every day and, and do the things that I love and share it with my family and friends and the interweb. <laughs> I love it. So, well, tell us a little bit about that. How did you how did you get started? Yeah, <laughs> that's a long question. <laughs> it's a loaded question, I'm sure. I'll, I'll try to be quiet. I don't know how long. I better get more coffee for this. <laughs> I think I need to be drinking something other than water. Um, no, so I um, I've always hunted with my dad. Like when I was a little girl, um, like I really struggled having friends. Like I had like. My sister had friends and I tagged along with my sister and she hated me, you know, like I didn't have friends because I was like doing boy stuff, you know, and so I was always just tomboy riding a mule going hunting with my dad whenever he would take me and then in my 20s, um, early 20s that kind of just kind of kept progressing and for a while I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian and I wasn't sure what I was doing in life and started on real estate and I started working with, um, SCI cause I was super into learning more about the outdoors. Like I felt like if there was something that I wanted to learn, that there'd be other people in my community that also wanted to learn those things. And I had this insatiable appetite for knowledge about all things outdoors. So it'd be like GPS navigation, survival. Like I brought in GPS experts, survival experts, like all these people, uh, to, to present information to my SCI chapter. And it was really awesome because I was able to connect with um, a lot of people in my community and just moved up the ladder inadvertently with SCI and became, uh, you know, like went from stuffing envelopes as a volunteer to being on the board for our local and then vice president. And then I was president of our local chapter. And I am, I think to this day, the youngest SCI president, chapter president in history. Like I was young. And um, so I went to DC and did some lobbying with SCI and I met Mike Rogers somewhere along the line. And I ended up going on a hunt with him and that just like kickstarted things. And I um, 
yeah, just rolled out from there and it was like one door open and then another. And then I helped She Outdoor Apparel rebrand from She Safari to She Outdoor Apparel and re like the, the current S for the She logo is my logo design. And I copied kind of that concept off SCI when they went from the Lion and Shield logo to the SCI First for Hunters. And my thought process behind rebranding that company was to make it more appealing to a Western hunter like me, like somebody who hunts their backyard and can't afford to go on an international hunt. Like, let's make this clothing line really resonate with everyone. And then it just went from there. <laughs> like I helped Under Armour start their women's hunt line um, originally with a group of guys that brought me in there and um, kind of used some of my experience with She. And then I just, Rocky Mountain Milk Foundation brought me on to co-host their show. And then they went off of mainstream TV and they're like, hey, we're going to do this digital thing. Maybe you should do it. So I called Randy Newberg up and Randy is like, thinking awesome and I was like Randy you have a digital show what do you do and he spent like an hour on the phone with me and he told me everything he did and I'm like a copious note taker like you guys are just making fun of my notes so I was like copious note taking and I did everything Randy Newberg told me that he does and I copied him like he said you know treat it like a network be professional do this do that da, da, da. and he showed me how to upload on YouTube like I had no clue and <laughs> And here I am six years later. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that is the hardest part, the behind the scenes yeah. work, right? It awesome. is uh, that that's, I, I want to say the most time consuming part, probably the, and I think for us, the least enjoyable part, but from, from the standpoint of like, we like to produce the comment. We like the content. We like to be on the content. This is awesome to us, right? We love talking to people and, and doing all that kind of stuff. And then you're like, Oh man, yeah, now I got to edit this and I got to upload it to 10 different platforms and track the numbers and, and it's stuff you have to do. I mean, you can't get around not doing it, but it's a lot of work on that backside of things. It's a business, like a full-fledged business. And, um, like I, I am for sure a workaholic, but I feel really like we were talking offline a minute ago. Like I feel really, um, compelled because my job is like, I love being in the field. I love hunting. And I mean, like I get to do every day or at least dream about or plan every day for something that I know I'm going to love every minute of, like I'm immersed in this amazing experience. So when I come home, I'm literally bolted to a desk. I don't grocery shop. My husband does all of that. Like, I'm like shutting the door in the office. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm working now. I got to pay my dues. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. So By what, the way, I've I've renamed you to KT from now on, so we'll just be like KT's in the house. Hey, 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 KT, that. I see that. I see what you did there. Hey, hey. <laughs> just easier, like KT's in the house. I'm gonna post the picture to Instagram. Say KT's on the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Well, speaking of podcasts, so, you have your own that that yeah. that you do. How's that been going? It's, I love the podcast because my show is so cinematic and, and it has like a very deliberate story to every episode and it's very curated. And, um, I, I think it's beautiful how like everything's put together. The podcast is like 
Hey, we're from hunting camp and I'm drinking uh, cider and Yogi's got, the, you know what I mean? Like we're drinking <laughs> wine on the back of a side-by-side or coffee first thing in the morning. And like we do the video and the audio versions like you guys are doing. And it's just like hanging out. It's chill. It's fun. You know, we can be five days without a shower, 10 days without a shower. And I mean, it's, it's cool. Like we just filmed a podcast, um, antelope hunting last week. And I don't know if I've ever smelled worse. Maybe in my life. It was bad. If only people could smell me. Like I had one of those desert pans, you know, where your legs are like a different color and you take off your socks. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's- contrary to popular belief, it wasn't COVID that pushed us to zoom to do the video recording. It's because none of us could stand being in the same room with each other. Yeah. So we had to move to the video format just because of that. So yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, this is so much easier because you it, it gets everybody's face. And yeah. I felt like in the studio it was awesome setting, but the problem was you had to like literally videotape everybody's face. Yeah. And it, so you're running what I mean, think about that. That's like three SD cards that you have different angles to get these faces. And I'm like, this is freaking terrible. It's so much That's work. That's how I do my podcast. It's three camera angles. It's crazy. And it's an hour. <laughs> the quality's definitely better. Around. We understand. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's so listen, like It's fun. You know, we're, yeah. The, we like the, the real beef here is, the real beef is, and I don't, don't think we're going to go easy on you. Right now, we are both, in the running for this award on carbon tv and we are going to win this so i don't think you're in, you're ready for this i don't know if you're ready for the bow hunter planet fan base to start voting because it's going to hurt it's going to hurt bad when you come in second because really i'm not that popular so i'll lose with you so i think we're gonna have to do a follow-up podcast um about we're holding the award yeah with us holding the award for sure for sure. Okay. I gotta, I gotta tell you though, carbon I'll get TV. Ribbon, like for participation or something, Julie sent out cookies. I'll just eat my cookie. I got one. <laughs> I got the cookie. <laughs> Tim didn't see him yet. He hasn't seen him. That, that's because I can't stand to be in the same room with you. That's why we're on Zoom. Should I go get them? Should I go get the cookies, Tim? Do you want to see the cookies? No, I don't really want to see You them. like them. You'd be no, very happy about them. No, I appreciate that. But no, that that's that. If you want to show me cookies, great. But that's not really going to do much for me. <laughs> I got I to gotta tell you. So, But uh, no, Carbon, Carbon TV in general has been, I, I think, such a great outlet for shows like us and yours. Um, they, they've done just a great job just curating the content that they have. And it's been a phenomenal experience for us. Uh, I'm sure you have the same experience with them, but it's a, it's a great place to be, to be honest with you. Well, I, you know, my biggest thing is censorship is so bad. Like YouTube, I used to be able to monetize my channel. I can't monetize anymore. Facebook, I used to be able to monetize and uh, boost like content like if I want yep. to put an ad behind something you know to draw more eyeballs to it or promote my my page like all of that's done like they will do anything to step on your neck and like slowly suffocate the life out of your body and carbon tv is like that was really raw sorry about that was no like, you're, you're, you're not, not wrong. wrong we're all we wrong. all experience it shoot like a girl experiencing it they were just talking about it on the other show i mean that's a true statement and it's been like that for every single platform including tiktok now as well so well, they all slowly are getting us yeah like i i was like i'm not even going there i'm not going to tiktok because i'm not <laughs> I, i'm gonna show kill shots i'm gonna show grip and grins i'm yeah, never going to fold at 
stop doing that. And that's what I love yeah. about Carbon Keep. I don't have yeah, to. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to create 10 different accounts because you'll get booted off every week on TikTok. That's for sure. Yeah. You won't be able to do it. But uh, so I got some sad news for you. I don't know if you know this, but I know you definitely know this, but uh, you do realize, you know, Tinks is a major sponsor of the show and you do realize the person that Tinks has left. I know. It is a sad thing. <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> you know, I introduced her and brought her. Amanda, in. we love you. I Don't leave. Come back. Amanda. So Amanda was like job hunting and I'm like, oh my gosh, I know where you need to work. And I like did like this whole intro and I hustled her into that position because I worked with her forever at Cabela's and she is just one of the not only most incredible humans I've ever met, but her standard of managing a team is subordinate to no one. Like she sets the standard mm -hmm. on how a team should be managed by a marketing firm or a company. Um, yeah. I mean, she lets you know what your expectations are, when your yeah. delivery dates are, Simple. what they want from you. And you, your job is just to go get her done, you know, like yeah. love no her. BS in the middle. Well, we BS. When I get on the phone with her, it's like an hour and a half ordeal <laughs> or more. It's I should love her. <laughs> Did and you know? She's so fun to hang with. She's like a good hang. Like you know, oh, yeah. types aren't fun to hang with. She's like a good hang. I know what you're saying, KT. I know exactly what you're saying. So <laughs> here's the thing. Did you know? I didn't know this. I I learned these things randomly at different times. But do you know her? And Ryan from Bear like worked together a lot at Cabela's. I worked with them at Cabela's. See, I didn't know that either, Katie. Yes. This is unbelievable. I can't believe. It. I worked with Ryan forever at Cabela's because I used to shoot the Cabela's bow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Small and you know world. the there's just a lot of change in the marketing side of the business, as you know. You've been through it for years, and I and people don't realize how hard that is sometimes. Like it's it's not the easiest thing to move when marketing managers move from these companies oh. because it changes everything and you have to it's like starting from scratch honestly it's kind of well, sad, somebody you know? that loves you might bring somebody in that thinks you're an idiot you know <laughs> like why do we have this person on here i do yeah. not like them and you're gone That's true. You know, that fast just I mean, i'm just gonna make the statement tanks don't think about leaving <laughs> <laughs> so john Corey, don't even think about used it. to be at arcus also who was it? Who? John from Bear Archery used to be at. Archery. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's crazy how small it is, and the guys from one of the guys from Bear left. Bear went to Elite. I know he's there. That uh, the engineer guy, and okay. then there's a lot of jumping around. The Matthews lady went to Elite, right? And it's just like so much. It's crazy, but I mean, it's it's good and it's bad. It's just that it sucks when you, you finally get a connection. Maybe. What's that? You're talking about Corinne. I am, yeah. I wasn't yeah. using names, but I, I could. I just left the name Sorry. out. <laughs> Sorry, Corinne. Sorry, Corinne. I love you too, Corinne. Corinne, you're good. I just, I didn't want to yeah. drop your name drop or anything, but I was, all right, fine, KT. Good job dropping names here on the show. Okay, let me tell you how this works with me, you guys. All my friends know this. This is the circle of trust for me, okay? Everyone in the world is in that circle, so that means you can't tell me anything. <laughs> I have no filter. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. That's so uh, funny. True. <laughs> okay. So, Hey, tell us, since you have no filter, this will be a fun one. Tell us about your, 
sponsorship with Cabela's and Bass Pro. Does this allow you to go into a Bass Pro and just take whatever you want and leave? I wish. No. <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. That'd no, be a good video. Shopping I'm spree? Rested. Unless I was in California. And then as long as I stole less than $900, I would be okay. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> they'd actually probably pay you. I'd be like, thanks, Johnny. <laughs> you get the insurance check. <laughs> Uh, not that anybody should do that in California. No, not at all. Bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Um, no, so no, I have a really cool, like a little, um, oh, I wish I had it in my wallet in here. I have like a little business card I walk in there with and, and I get a discount. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. And then, and then there's some product that I can order and they'll send me depending on, you know, what our relationship includes or whatever, but, um, but I get a discount, you know, and, and. Same, same as everybody else, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I like Dave's idea, though. I think you should go in there and just try to. Try I think to you just go in there and be like, you sponsor yeah. me. What are you talking about? Just walk yeah. out with whatever you want. Don't like, you know who I am? I you have to shoot. Know. I'm KT. You... In the oh, house. No, you... So you're shooting a bear bow, right? Yeah. So you don't have to shoot like the Bass Pro bow or anything? They don't like say like, hey, you should shoot our bow. I, well, so I used to shoot uh, the bows for them, and that's a long story. Um, I shot for them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was the face of their women's clothing, footwear, archery, backpacks. Like, I was the face of Cabela's for, I think, six years. Um, and then they had a marketing director come in and make some changes and yeah, it happens me. and then I things change so, you talk yeah. to jp about this yeah <laughs> but now i get to shoot bear so That's, it's even better and i was gonna even say like who's making the bass pro bows because a lot of times it's bear or it's a lead or i don't know who's making them anymore it's always it, one it of was them. bowtech at the time or bowtech yeah they they go back and forth i feel like bears always got one in there somewhere i can tell if i look at the bow i can just tell you know on the riser design or the cam you could see what's who's you know well bear retails in bass pro and cabela's so they they are the distributor for bear so that's really yeah let's weird. talk about that which which bear archery bow are you shooting right now i'm sh this year i'm shooting and last year i shot the escalate so both um i've been shooting so love it that's awesome you know they have the um uh so you shoot the escalate i i don't know if uh that alaskan that's a sweet bow but i don't know if that if how many pounds you pulling uh 50 what am i shooting pulling like 58 probably now oh. um so What's i draw length 26 right. sometimes i can pull 26 and a half um it depends. So you can shoot on, most bows. You can shoot most of their bows then. I can shoot almost all of them. There is some, I have some limitations. Like, um, yeah, it just depends. But uh, Do they make you but, shoot a specific one? No, I can shoot. I can shoot whatever I want. Like I shot, like this year I shot the, for like my turkey hunt, I shot the Escalade and then um, I'll be shooting the Refine. Let's see for elk. And I shot a couple of deer with the refine last year. Come to think of it. And um, what else did I shoot? Yeah. So when will you switch to the 23 stuff? Next week. Yeah. I, I know it's coming. They're going to be on the show coming up here to record with us with Ryan and what's new, but we don't post it till they're ready, but <laughs> it'll be pre done. But yeah, I was going to ask you like when you'll start shooting that in your hunts. Cause I'm sure it's coming quick. 
Pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, I haven't got it yet, so I. So KT, uh, what is it exactly? <laughs> you are in the. <laughs> I love when the pressure's not on me. You know, when people ask me that in live feeds, what's going right, on? Hey, oh, not, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, she has a filter. Now all of a sudden, there's a filter. You are the thing. circle of trust got smaller. <laughs> Look at this. It got this smaller. Is, this is all of it right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh man, love it. I love it. Okay. Is, it is it tough for you to switch bows like that mid-season I mean, though? Here's the deal. She's you a pro. A <laughs> no. Uh, but so the digital technology, like the React technology, has just made it so easy. Like um yeah. you throw a dovetail on your site and then you can interchange everything super simply. And then most of the bows that I'm shooting are roughly the same speed um i'm getting about the same out of all of them for speed and so i mean you're you know three to whatever feet a second different so i can typically take like i'll, I'll take my digital react site like this next week and i'm gonna take and put site tape on that and just line yeah. it out and see where my drop is and i'm gonna use that on and set my 20 on my traditional react and just true it all up and make sure it's jiving and then i can swap the two out between because like oregon and colorado you can't use digital technology but like kansas and missouri i can so i want to shoot those digital sites like that new digital react site like i took that single pinned attack and i chronographed my arrows entered the data you know obviously zeroed it at 20 um and then you know, we trued at distance and my 74, I'm trying to think was a little bit like 70 took me to 74. So it was a little bit slower than, than what I thought. So we just calibrated it in the system. And then I was shooting 83 yards in, uh, which is where I run out of clearance with my fletchings. Um, I was shooting 83 yards within <clears throat> 10 minutes and just nailing it. And that's, I've never that's shot That's awesome. It. Yeah. So it makes what, the technology uh, makes it easier. It's not as painful. It's not like you have to spend a month like barely squeaking pins in a site housing. You know, it's like you want to what, die. What rust? What rust are you going to use then? Um, so I use Trophy Taker rest. So uh, Smack, Smackdown Pro has been like a go-to for me. Got it. And then as far as the broadheads, you doing the Ramcat or the Trophy Taker broadhead? Torn. I'm torn. I'm so torn. Okay. Ramcat's legit. I, I still love Ramcat. Yeah. I love Trophy Taker, but that that Ramcat. Well, I was part of Ramcat when they first started with Bill when he was the marketing guy before they sold Darkus, and yeah. he sent me those heads and we put them to our team. The they Hydra killed, They killed like 15 bears with them. They killed like it was unbelievable. And I was one like, of the best Bill. broadheads. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is insane. And then they sold to Arcus, which was then another bonus for us because we already working with Arcus. So I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's still around. Then Bill was gone, but that sucked. But I was like, okay. And then I helped that, that logo. That was one of the logos. Um, I saw it first. Like Bill's like, do you, what do you think of this logo? I'm like, this logo is badass. That's what this yeah. logo is. He's like, I know I got, I want a shirt. I want the hat. I want everything. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is the, uh, the Hydra shocks are not legal in some states like Oregon because they're considered yeah. a barbed broadhead. Idaho, because they're not Because it legal. moves? Huh? Because there's a movement in it? 
in the blade? Because it's like on the diamond back, you know, it's got this shape, right? It's straight. Like, yeah. The 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 hydroshocks have the tail of it like swoops down and then like hooks up. And that is considered barbed. So it's not legal in every state. So I see why you're selling your house in Oregon. Yeah, they're so <laughs> That that I I it, that's just stupid. I'm just yeah. gonna say it. <laughs> it's so dumb. The Diamondbacks are great broadhead though. Um, but last year I used the the um attacker. Have you guys shot those? Yeah, I did. Yep. And I had really good luck with that broadhead. It's like you know that cut on contact. You know, low. It's a down. thick blade too. It's got a real thick blade on there. People don't realize it's a it's a nice head. Definitely. It's got super like a knife. Yeah. Yeah. The first but time I, I shot had... that broadhead, I shot it at a metal plate and I exploded the arrow. And I was like, God, I don't know if I should show this on video. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> so I did it again. And it was fine. It was just the weirdest shit. Like the first arrow hit and everything just went. I'm like, whoa. And then I was like, I don't know what just happened. Let me do this again. The second shot was right through it. I don't know what the hell happened, but man, it was kind of scary. I don't know. I think it was the arrow to be honest because the arrows you know we i use them time and time and again through the metal and the wood and they kind of start to wear and i'm thinking that the, the actually flex test them dave i don't know this is test lab i blow shit up like you know <laughs> the things that we've shot like in your eye <laughs> you should see the classic series you should talk about old bows oh my let's, god let's talk about how many holes are in the wall not from all you though yeah. not from all you <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I love Ramcat. I, I'd have a hard time. I see your picture right here on Ramcat's front page, so I would assume you're shooting a Ramcat. Oh, I shoot a lot of Ramcats. I, <laughs> I just, you know, so here's the deal. Like, I was totally set, like, on the Shade Tackers this year. I had really good love of them last year. And then I sit down with John Linnea and Chuck Adams, and they're like, Hydroshock. And I'm like, it's not legal in so many states. And then they're like, Diamondback. And <laughs> but i think what i'm gonna do and this is really bad i'm really um i'm really bad this way and i don't know if a lot of I me mean, i don't know if everybody does this but i'll do whatever i want and so i just i'm like okay i'm gonna do this over here and then i'm gonna switch bows and i'm gonna do that over there and you know we'll just see what happens so yeah, yeah. how's it how's so, the year been so far with your hunts pretty successful yeah yeah i have so far it's been awesome i i started out the year with an axis deer rifle hunt um turkey hunt i bow hunted turkeys with my husband and he finally got a turkey with his bow oh my gosh it was like awesome if i had to listen to him drive by turkeys anymore this year and be like oh there's a turkey <laughs> oh there's a turkey <laughs> I, was, I was getting so bad like he had it bad um, so That's he probably got a turkey and then, uh, we just did this, um, was, we didn't bear hunt this year. So that sucked, but I just got an antelope in Oregon also. So that was fun. Very cool. But yeah. I gotta, get, I gotta get out. You gotta do some more what? hunts. Who, who ended up winning that trophy rich truck? Do we know? Ooh, it wasn't me. Know. Yeah, it wasn't 100%. me. So are you, what are you using for releases then? The Arch X. Arch X. Who makes that trophy ridge oh yeah yeah sorry sorry no that's what i was just at sorry <laughs> I was so just on the thing. and i like that because it's got that um 
a strap and because I have it shortened down as much as you can. Um, and so I like that I'm, you know, trying to talk them into putting a hook on that same strap. Um, but uh, that's the one I'm running because it's so small and it's like, I can just wear it. And then it's horrible. I don't know if you guys do this too, but after hunt, archery season's over, like I'll like flip my wrist constantly, like looking for my release. Oh, where's my release? <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> I don't have that problem at yeah, all. Tim's a crossbow shooter only. So yeah. that's why he doesn't know what you're talking about, but I do. No. <laughs> I've shot a crossbow once in my life. You know, bears got some. I know, but I don't know how to use them. And I'm like, oh, okay. shut up. <laughs> I don't know how to use them. Gotti. KT just got you. Oh my you. gosh. It's funny. I, I won't knock Listen. you. I won't knock you. I, I'm uh yeah. I, I fit the, the crossbow niche in our in our little group here. That's what I've been trained up to do. Dave doesn't want me shooting any of his compounds. He wants them all to himself. So I don't have very many. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, you want to walk out into the studio? Tell me that. How many have you I, bought this I year can't. alone? How many have yeah, you bought? So, just, just for a classic series, Dave. What, 30, 40? What are we up to? Yeah. So I spent about, I spent a lot of money, KT, on, on, on <laughs> old bows. I probably dropped about 5K buying old bows from people on the internet. I went nuts. Like at one point, I was like, whoever's got a bow in this archery sales forum, just send me a link and I'll buy it. I, I bought like so many bows. I was getting like 10 bows a week shipped to this house. I, I have like, a little oh divergent if you're interested. I feel like I've done <laughs> the divergent. I've done the divergent. I'm looking for stuff like from the nineties and oh, early two okay. thousands. So the classic series, the whole, everything before BHP started, we started in 2009. So we did all the bow reviews from 2010 on for most of them, not all of them, but most so I'm trying to get everything from 2009 and back. And so my focus started by brand. So I started with Matthews because it was really easy to find people. Yeah. You know, a lot of people had Matthews bows. So I ended up getting like 20 Matthews old bows. And then I went to Bear, started doing some Bear stuff. But Bear's a little tricky because they, they're so old that they have like a huge gaps, you know, like 10-year decade gaps and stuff. And so like I got <clears throat> some of these bows, one of these from like 19... 51 like these trad bows and i'm trying to do not just compound but you know trad classic too so are you doing like one series per year is that kind of your goal uh no like so this year, compound per year i can tell you what his goal is his goal is to find as many bows as he can and spend as much money as possible Correct. That's it's really that simple. assessment yeah one of the things yeah. i wanted to do Kate. his excuses was it's, it's content it's it content. is content you know, uh, one of the things I, one of the things I thought would be really cool would not is to kind of follow this up with different things. And uh, number one, I thought it'd be cool. Number one, to acquire all the old bows. Number two, restring them through our friends at Gas Bow Strings, America's Best Bow Strings, A3 Bow Strings. They all have been very helpful. Of like, I ship them the bow, they ship them back redone, or they'll ship us a string if it's a, a teardrop system. And then. What I did is I thought, wow, this would be sweet if I could follow this up with a tour, which probably ain't going to happen. But one of the things we talked about would be like a tour, a history tour, which would have like a, a trailer that would host all these bows that people could actually pick them up and see the old bows at some of the shows like Total Archery Challenge would be where I'd like to put it because it's all these archers there. And if I could get someone to take that trailer to all the different events like Bear Archer or somebody, you know, it's that like would the be great elk tour with RMEF. 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Tim got the hat there. Yes. From the show. And that's exactly the same concept. Um, and then, but have the old bows and I know it would draw a shit ton of attention. I know it. Like if people, if that thing was there, people would walk through it. Everybody would want to walk through and see their old nostalgia bros from bear, from diamond, you know, diamond, whoever. And so that was the other piece. And there's one more piece that's in the background. It's called archery legacy. And it's a new website that I'm going to create eventually slowly, but surely, but that will host all the detail of everything archery history. So the goal is to fill that with more stuff than Bass Pro even has on history of archery. And I want to take it to a different level. So I've been working with Bear Archery in the background, trying to get all their content from anybody who's been around the years with Fred Bear or just after, just trying to start with one company at a time to try to, and not only will it host that, it will also host archery company history. So each brand will have its own history that we can all go back to, like, say, like 10 years from now, you can be like, yeah. oh, let's go to Archery Legacy. You can learn everything about Bay Archery or, or Athens Archery, uh, Elite Archery, any of those brands, you'll be able to find the whole history on video of what, who they are, where they came from and all that stuff and who owned them first and who owned them last. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a fun project, but it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy and a little bit of money. So we'll see. Get in there. I think that there's like an old guy with a stuffy suit and a jacket that like works at the museum that does this. That's going sort of. to you know, be you in retirement. Like I see this now. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to look like when you're old. Back in my day, <laughs> this is the boat. See, there's not even a limb on it. They had a solo cam, they called it, but then they don't call it that no more. And now they don't even have a solo cam anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one thing I always I always beef out with Matthews. I always say that. I'm like, you guys kind of started on the solo cam, but you don't have a solo cam today. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but Bear does, and that's just kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how can you not have a solo cam when that was your whole... So I love to give him a little crap when I talk to him, the marketing people on the phone. I'm like, listen, uh, could you bring back a classic Z7 or something? <laughs> that's a Everybody knows the Z7. Yeah. The funny part is, if they did that, if if Matthews okay. brought back the Z7 Classic Edition for two thousand dollars, they would sell every single one. And I and I'm not even exaggerating. That's how people would want to get their hands on that bow. And I'm not saying fully a classic bow. I'm saying a bow that's classic but has updates. So a good example is you look at Sony PlayStation Classic Edition. They have the very PlayStation One, but it's been upgraded. There's things that have changed on it. It's not necessarily the original but still bad to the bone. So that's what I would do if I was an archer company right now. That's easy money in your pocket because people would buy that alongside their other bows. No doubt about it. Sorry guys. I'm just a genius when it comes to this stuff. You I, lost me at Sony PlayStation, but I got everything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just shopping on your store right now. Yes. That's I love I'm the hat. I was looking at the hats cause I love looking at hats, but I want one of these belt buckles. That's what I want. I want the Sunrise Bull Hat OD Green because oh, it is yeah. the trucker foam. The trucker yeah. foam is legit. That Those is are sweet good. hats. Yeah. We got to get some foam hats, Tim. That's a good idea. Well, they're expensive. What it's is it nowadays? There's, I don't, I don't know, but when I had those ones, like they're like double the price of like a normal hat. Which you would never think, you know. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Those foam ones, man, they will like, and you can't charge more for them necessarily. People would be like, 
but they are they are retro though right so you, you do need one of those for your classic videos that would make a lot of sense you know if you're gonna go retro let's just go full blown get the red one with the mule deer that one's pretty cool i like it yeah so people you have mentioned no idea what we're talking about yeah you mentioned retro and you mentioned ralph and vicky a long time ago and um they interviewed me one time at the ata show about bowhunter planet from the outdoor channel it was 2012 so going back a ways but i didn't realize <laughs> i found the video <clears throat> i'll share it here real quick because it's funny but oh boy i i didn't realize um how much hair you lost no i just <laughs> didn't realize uh how short ralph is <laughs> oh yeah, video. yeah. <laughs> look at him compared to me i'm not even tall I'm like six. Like the foot. whole time we're talking, you're like surfing the web, doing like a whole nother like activity <laughs> session. This is what I always do. I'm Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. So you do it on a piece of paper. I do it digitally. Yeah. Oh, I can barely keep track of the conversation, <laughs> let alone have a whole side thing going on right now. <laughs> That's how I roll. I got this multi-screen on purpose so I could. It's that. crazy oh. how much he can talk, though. I have the stories going back. Dave and I had known each other for decades grew up together elementary school all that kind of stuff and there's several stories we went to college all that there are several stories where i he's literally talking i fall asleep i'll wake up like an hour later and he's still talking and I, that's no joke no joke it happened not a the first time it happened we were where in paris is that where we were or yeah. barcelona one of the barcelona. two <laughs> and, and sitting there sitting there talking and i'm i'm dead tired jet lag you know the whole bit and I'm sitting there going, he's never going to shut up. And I just kind of doze off. And I, I remember it was like nine o'clock their time. And I wake up, it's now like 9, 10, 9, 09, somewhere around there. And he's still talking. He had no clue I fell asleep. And you're like, uh-huh. And I was, the, but I was the only one in the room. He had nobody else to talk to. So he was literally talking for an hour to me, but I was sleeping. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even notice like that you weren't no. like, I think it was the same topic too, because I swear I think you were talking about mountain bikes. You were talking about your trek or something that you owned, and then uh, I think that that came back up right right when I he's out now. He's just literally was like chatting with you. I really like, you guys finish it up. This might actually happen when I'm driving <laughs> because my husband he gets in the passenger seat of the car, and he can barely drive because he can't stay awake. Sorry, husband. Um, <laughs> so true. Like it's like he gets in the car and for hours will go by. And I, I have gotten, I have an affair going on and it's a real thing with Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Every time my husband goes to sleep, it's me and Dave. I'm like, let that talk you down. It's fine. And he just doesn't pay attention. So that, that's probably just guys in general, to be honest with you. I don't know how many times I hear that from my own wife. She's like, did you hear me? And I'll look at her. I'm like, honestly, didn't even know you were talking, but um, yeah, sure. Whatever you want, honey. <laughs> I've, I've learned to be independent. <laughs> Probably a good thing. I'm sure that's a good thing. Yes. So um, let me see here. I got to find, uh, see if this will work for the story. I tell you real quick. Yeah. Some scary music in the background. Um, so <laughs> not to get a Halloween on you here, but I had to tell the story because I haven't talked to you in a while. And we, you know, since last time with we the hunt camp. So we're in the hunt camp. This at it's an airport hangar. Okay. Middle of the night. And it's probably like, what, Tim? This is when the thing happened. 
This has to yeah, be. Yeah, it wasn't like too 10, late. 11 at night. Yeah, we're 10 playing, 30, we're playing 11, video yeah. games or something stupid. And we're sitting there. And the, now remember, the hangar is like really big, right? It's a full size airport hangar and it has two sides to it. It's like split in the middle. The other side has like a business thing in it or something. There's upstairs, there's just a lot of areas. So we're sitting there and we're like just watching this video game or a movie, whatever the heck it was. And all of a sudden we heard like footsteps above us. It sounded like it literally sounded like two steps. I don't know, Tim. What would you agree with that? Or it, it did not sound like an animal. That's that's what we know is that it sounded so, like at you know, because at first you're like, oh, it's upstairs, it's kind of an unfinished area. You'd think raccoon possum, you know, that's not uncommon. It was not an animal. There's no way. So then <clears throat> Jamie uh gets up, he goes, the everybody looks up, right? And we're like, what the hell? And he's like squatters and i'm like what <laughs> so he grabs his gun and i'm like i'm grabbing my gun i'm like i don't know so i'm like i better back him up so i grab my gun and he goes up there he's just he just goes right to this door you go up these steps and there's a door like and he opens a door he's like come out come out wherever you are <laughs> something like that he's got his gun he's got this flashlight on he's like clearing the room and i just and i run up there and i i wasn't doing anything i just had my gun by my side because we were actually doing gun video stuff actually re at, at that weekend we so were like up you there. got trained well in the video game oh i was ready to go i was like <laughs> so anyway you were not you ready to go you it took you like it took you like I had three to minutes. load it it took you like three minutes ready. to be like maybe i should go up there with him. Okay. yeah then i was like i better grab my gun too just in case like, he gets nah, i'm gonna power. stay in here man i'm good Jamie will scream loudly <laughs> so i run up there and it's literally pitch black no lights no power up there it's like an unfinished housing area above it's like literally unfinished rooms half like, built out like to be like hotel rooms that never got finished. Look, there's no drywall like just just for all studs yeah. you know there's insulation in spots anyway so he run he gets over to that area and he's like he says something like where are you or something weird and i thought i thought he was talking to somebody i'm like oh my god there's actually somebody up there <laughs> like what so we get up there and like there's like nobody up there right and it's like creepy as shit like, I'm like, this is like, so anyway, we don't find anybody. We go back and go to bed. Well, I'm not exaggerating. In the middle of the night, there's a loud bang, like boom. <laughs> and then nobody moves. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea to this day what it was. It was so freaking creepy. And I know why I thought about it, but I was just thinking about like hunting stories I wanted to ask you about. But then I was like, oh my God, I never, we haven't told her the scary freaking ghost story. We think it was a ghost or a raccoon. It was nothing, though. You know, it was uh, totally cool. We cleared the area, and uh, that was about it. No big deal. Not bad at all. Not yeah. scary. Anyway, any ghost, any ghost stories from you? Do I have ghost stories? From Hunt Camp? <laughs> I do, actually. I, I got uh -oh. one. I have photographic evidence. Oh, oh, oh snap. Oh, we talking Bigfoot or are we talking full blown ghosts? Talking skinwalkers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that talking the haunted. Well, you have what you want. I'm just telling you how it is. Okay. What, okay, so you got to tell us what happened. So, you guys have heard of Mark Wills, the country music singer, like super famous guy. Mm hmm. 
I was hunting with him and uh, his kid, and um, she'd shot an elk, and she hit it a little far back, and we're like, oh, let's just, you know, she's 13 years old. She's just a baby. So we're like, let's just watch this thing till dark. She had a muzzle loader. Like, we can't get closer. There's like a hundred elk out there in this field. <clears throat> so we're just going to watch this thing till dark. Pretty soon my cameraman, Ken's like, Christy, Christy, what's that white thing out there? Look with your binoculars. It's running with the elk. So insert photo of elk, insert photo of white object. Oh, wow. So the elk like stands up and is like starts looking at this white object and all the other elk, like, I don't remember if there was 50 or hundred, there was a lot of them. They all kind of circle up and head towards the wounded bull and they start making the weirdest sounds. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never heard this sound in my life. Like it was flipping weird and we're all tripping out. And this is the kind of the blown up shot of the little whatever it was that was what out the there heck? and so heck? we go back to camp and we're is like, that like a big object yeah well, is that far I away know. i mean it was, and it was the thing like is four, four like, or five feet tall what would you put that's it what i'm asking yeah it looks like yeah this thing was like zipping around yeah i would say like child-sized right like it was, it, but it wasn't just standing still it would like boom, 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 boom. so we go back to camp and we're in new mexico and if you Google the VLA, very large array, this ranch bordered VLA. So this is where they have these satellite dishes that are like 80 yards wide and they monitor space frequency. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like this is known, this is known for being like weird stuff. So we go back to camp and we're like telling the landowner, we're like, check this out. And we're like all watching the video and we're like freaking out. And we're like, what was that? Nobody knows. He's oh like, God. oh yeah, it's just a skinwalker. Okay, what the hell is a what what the hell is a skinwalker? It's like it's like a person that comes back in a spirit form and walks walks around like takes form or I, I'm really not they're sure. white. I know that they're 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 wearing people's skin. It's a, it's a, no, it's like a white, white skin, like an alien looking thing. Look it up, Tim. Google. This is why I don't like morning hunts. Right now, doing this. This is exactly why I don't like morning hunts. Walking out there, Tim, pitch black. Tim watched the show with me one night, mm -hmm. the next day with Walker, worst experience the, of my life. He was freaking out. It was horrible. Have you seen that? The hunted. Okay. So a skinwalker in the Navajo culture is a, type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal um because you shot its uh, buddy yeah uh and sometimes they wear the pelt of an animal and and um anyway yeah we we really don't know what they do the elk no elk that, that's what it was oh yeah yeah you're googling this yeah <clears throat> so i don't know i mean mine really doesn't bear tons of resemblance to that particular image you're broadcasting there i think that <laughs> that does not do my skinwalker justice oh, geez. <laughs> difference but anyway nonetheless that's um, it. we'll find it don't worry yeah <laughs> maybe not yeah that's crazy that's it. So that was my ghost. There story. it is. Yeah. 
pretty much. <laughs> KT, PursueTheWild.com. Check it out, guys. Appreciate your time. Thanks for watching. We'll see you. The Bowhunter Planet podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage.